Greetings. You're listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast, and this is episode 89. Greetings, everyone. I hope you are managing to keep things together and not lose your focus of trying to make positive life-affirming changes to get you to your best life. Now, I know that we are going through difficult times at the moment, but it's at times like these when we feel we are being forced into a sandwich of two slices of total lockdown with a vaccine in the middle Well, it's at times like these, we need to keep our focus and push on with our self-determination plans. So in the spirit of pushing on, this week I'm continuing our mini-series on visiting Africa in 2021. Remember, we started off by costing our best life trip to Africa in episode 87 of the podcast. And this was followed with last week's episode, which looked at two black run and black led tour companies that will help you to arrange your visit and tours of African countries, if that's what you want to do. Now, this week, for those people who have been contacting me, asking me about more African centred type trips to Africa, well, this is your week. This week, I'm going to explore what happened after one million people visited Ghana in 2019 to take part in the 2019 Ghana Year of Return project. So why is this project important? It's important because to make projects and initiatives like the 2019 Year of Return Ghana more than just a glorified holiday, there has to be some effort towards sustaining the drive that brought people to Ghana to take part in this event, whilst also creating opportunities for Africans outside Africa to put down some form of roots in an African country. We are living in a time where there are more opportunities than ever being created to awaken the sleeping African natures of African descent people across the world. And in response to this, increasing numbers of African descent people outside of Africa want something more than just the local holiday. They want more than the easily forgettable two-week experience that comes round once a year. And they want more of being able to see themselves, being able to long stay in an African country with the help and support to be able to achieve this and make a valid contribution in that African country whilst there. Now, I appreciate that the problems Africans around the world and the problems the continent of Africa faces cannot be solved solely with approaches like the Ghana Initiative. And also, I appreciate that organisations and businesses that offer African reconnection and reintegration experiences, like Black and Abroad and Kemet New, which I featured last week, 
Well, I appreciate that these organisations and businesses can represent an element of window dressing. I get that. But for me, there are many of our people who are looking for softer options to dip their toes into their own African Renaissance journeys. And when I see this, I'm of the firm view that if Africans don't respond to the needs of Africans and create opportunities for people looking for this and to then fill those opportunities with experiences for us to nurture strong nation building and self-determined characters, then like history has taught us, there will be plenty of other peoples and other races who will step in to feed that curiosity and that need. And those other peoples and other races will not have the slightest care for African people, African futures, investment in Africa or the future of Africa. So on that basis, I am supportive of any African organisation or business that has African-centred content of character and then focuses on African liberation and African self-determination and then chooses to channel those values and principles into reconnection and reintegration experiences in Africa for Africans from the diaspora. Why? Because we have to start somewhere and we have to offer more and do more than just following the footsteps of our European cultural training, which offers us Costa del Plenty trips to Spain and surrounding European countries as a response to our aspirations to go on holiday and go far away from home. So in recognition of that start, this week we look at Ghana and in particular we look at Ghana's response to the need to offer more to Africans after the success of the Year of Return Ghana 2019. So Ghana successfully pulled off one of the most high-profile Return to Africa projects in 2019. The project was called the Year of Return Ghana 2019. And by the end of the Year of Return, over a million Africans from the diaspora had visited Ghana to take part in the events associated with the project. The Year of Return Ghana 2019 was promoted as a major spiritual and birthright journey, which prioritised inviting the global African family to Ghana to mark 400 years of the arrival of the first enslaved Africans in Jamestown, Virginia. The arrival of mass numbers of enslaved Africans in America marked a sordid and sad period when our kith and kin were forcefully taken away from Africa into years of deprivation, humiliation, exploitation, torture and death. So in the arranging of this huge 12-month event, the government of Ghana made it clear that the year of return, Ghana 2019, would also focus on celebrating the total and ongoing resilience of all the victims of the transatlantic slave trade who were scattered and displaced across the world. Now, following the success of this event, 
The government of Ghana put in place a set of initiatives which aimed to build on what was achieved in the year of return event. And those initiatives also sought to feed the awakened spirits and aspirations of Africans from across the diaspora who wanted to add to their 2019 experiences. So the Beyond the Year of Return project was born and that project was launched in January 2020. The Beyond the Return project is a 10-year project initially that aims to create opportunities for people of African descent to continue to connect with our African motherland in general and with Ghana in particular. And to drive that connection, the Beyond the Year of Return project focuses on seven key pillars. And those pillars are firstly, experiencing Ghana with the core of this pillar being a tourism drive which extends an invitation to the global African family to visit and experience Ghana. And underpinning this invitation will be the introduction of Sankofa, which is the principle of returning to reconnect with our past and using Sankofa to underpin healing journeys and the promotion of December of every year as a month when Ghanaian and Africans in the diaspora should see Ghana as a pilgrimage destination. And in support of this, many are already renaming the month of December as Ubuntu month. Ubuntu coming to mean because we are, I am. The second pillar is investing in Ghana, with Ghana seeking to create diverse investment opportunities for Ghanaians and Africans in the diaspora. Now, you might not know this, but Ghana had one of the fastest growing economies in the world in 2019. And much has been done to showcase Ghana as a positive business and partnership destination for African descent investors. So the aim of this pillar is to create special investment programmes for the African diaspora and to showcase the ease of doing business in Ghana whilst also showcasing key opportunities for Africans in the diaspora, like the African diaspora investment programmes that have come online with programmes like Sankofa savings accounts, which provide opportunities for Africans in the diaspora to save their money in Ghana, whilst being supported to invest in Ghana's developing infrastructure. And there are other developments like the diaspora housing schemes, which focus on building homes for returning Africans, either as homes to live in or as homes for investment purposes and the list of programmes is growing. The third pillar focuses on creating diaspora pathways to Ghana, with a focus on creating positive travel experiences for Africans from the diaspora. The aim here is to use Ghana legal and policy frameworks to make getting your visa to Ghana much easier by creating an e-visa which can be obtained online. 
There is also a focus on creating a diasporan visa with the aim of putting in place a clear visa and citizenship pathway for Africans in the diaspora who want to come back to Ghana. There are also plans to link that pathway with other development opportunities like education, work exchanges, residence permits and work permits so that where possible, complete packages of help can be provided. The fourth pillar is Celebrate Ghana, which focuses on creating a sense of national consciousness that is built on the importance of key cultural festivals and events, but is also making space to adopt more contemporary events that follow the interests of Africans from the diaspora. Now, Ghana sees it as important to have such events and festivals as a real part of the national calendar because it helps everyone to celebrate Ghana, yes, but also because this move towards a representative national identity will also help to promote tourism both within Ghana and for Africans in other African countries, but also for Africans in the diaspora who will be more interested in coming to Ghana. The fifth pillar is that of promoting brand Ghana, or in other words, promoting Ghana as a brand, so that Ghana is elevated in the minds of Africans in the diaspora. Now, it's hoped that Africans in the diaspora will see brand Ghana as a leading tourism destination and a hub for the African Renaissance. Now, you've heard me talk about how important this is when I spoke about the rise of the Wehemi Mesu or the African Renaissance in earlier editions of the podcast. The African Renaissance is expressed in many ways, but it is built on the absolute belief that African people and nations will overcome our personal, community, country and continental challenges to achieve our cultural, scientific, economic and spiritual renewal. And Brand Ghana's expression of this is in the crafting of a new narrative about Ghana that will strategically promote Ghana to Africans in the diaspora, whilst also promoting Ghana to the world. The sixth pillar is called Giving Back to Ghana and aims to kind of foster a new sense of community service and giving that will make the Beyond the Year of Return project a reality. And the focus here is on doing this by creating knowledge, experiences and infrastructures, that's things like roads and buildings, that will act as an inheritance for Africans beyond the life of the 2019 Year of Return project. Giving Back to Ghana also aims to bring Ghanaians and Africans from the diaspora together to invest in the promotion of Ghana in areas like tree planting or community cleanups and also by creating and adopting projects that bring life and benefits to communities across Ghana. Now, this for me is massively important because it dispels the myth of the white saviour and anything that does that is a positive experience, 
both for Africans on the continent, but also for Africans in the diaspora. And the final pillar is that of promoting Pan-African heritage and innovation. And this pillar will focus on promoting Pan-African and Ghanaian heritage and developing what is called pilgrimage infrastructure. Now, the aim is to develop pilgrimage infrastructure around sites of memory. And I really love this because every other people have places where they can go to remember the things that are important to them. And yet for us, particularly Africans in the diaspora, we have become so disconnected from our history, land, language and cultures that we need pilgrimage infrastructure just to help us reconnect. So having a pilgrimage infrastructure is so very important because it begins to establish a narrative in our consciousness that for at least once in our life, we need to go back. We need to Sankofa. We need to go back and see and remember and pay homage if this is what we want to do. Now, in creating that pilgrimage infrastructure, Ghana aims to create a development tourism infrastructure around targeted sites which go beyond the obvious important sites of Cape Coast and the Elmina Dungeons. And Ghana wants to do this so that we become familiar with other sites such as the Salaga Slave Market, which is in the northern region of the country, or the Picuoro Slave Camp which is in the Upper East region of the country, or the Asimpraso site, which is in the central region of the country, all of which are essential parts of the history of enslavement of Africans in Ghana and beyond. So these are the seven key areas that Ghana has established to ensure the 2019 Year of Return project lives on beyond 2019 in the new Beyond the Year of Return project. So remembering the seven pillars, they are experiencing Ghana, which is pillar one, pillar two, investing in Ghana, pillar three, creating diaspora pathways to Ghana, four, celebrating Ghana, five, promoting brand Ghana, six, giving back to Ghana, and finally, Pillar 7, which is promoting Pan-African heritage and innovation. Now, in case you didn't know it, since the ending of the 2019 Year of Return project, the events to showcase Ghana's commitment to this massively successful event have just kept rolling on, both in Ghana and in partnership with African communities across the diaspora. Now, I've put a website link to the Beyond the Year of Return events diary and you'll find the link at the end of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast. And I've put the link there so you can see the remaining events that are planned for this year, but also so you can see the events that are planned for next year. Now, this is great because if you've been listening to the podcasts in this mini-series, you'll know that my focus has been about preparing to visit an African country in 2021. And in this episode, I've given you Ghana as a country you can visit. Now, 
There are some points that you do need to pay attention to because remember I said that these projects have to do more than just window dress. And if you want to know what some of these issues are that you need to also think about, then you can have a re-listen to episode 15 of the podcast. But for now, what I'll say is that if you're planning to visit Ghana, for example, you could look at the events diary for 2021 and maybe time your trip to coincide with an event you would really like to attend in Ghana in 2021. If you subscribe to the newsletter, you'll be sent information from Ghana Tourism about these events and it will also give you an opportunity to ask questions about Ghana and about future events. All you need to do is to scroll down to the bottom of any website page and there will be a link there for you to leave your details. And just to whet your appetite... Ghana Tourism has approved a partnership with our very own UK-based Gotkush TV, which is based in London. And one of the very first events showcasing talent from Ghana and the UK is called Blacktricity, which celebrates that unique black electricity that flows through Africans wherever we are. And the aim of this event is to showcase artists, speakers, art, innovation and a panel discussion based on the seventh pillar of promoting African heritage and innovation. It's called a pre-Kwanzaa showcase and this event will be live streamed on the online Gokush TV channel on the 19th of December 2020 and starts at 12pm UK time. I've also put a link to the advert for this event so you can get yourself ready. You'll find the link with the other links at the end of the show notes. And that's it for this week. I hope this week's episode has given you food for thought and has awakened a degree of excitement in you. Next week, we'll be looking at another Wahemi Mesu or African Renaissance project, which is taking place in another part of the African continent. Because, well, that's what we need to do so we can awaken our consciousness to what is out there waiting for us. And I'll end as usual by saying that if this podcast episode has lit a spark in you, or has given you ideas about visiting Ghana or another African country, or ideas about starting your own side hustle as a route to achieving your best life plans to long stay or live in an African country or a hot black country of your dreams, then I invite you to purchase a copy of the Start Your Business Workbook and Planner which is the best starting point for the ordinary person to start thinking about making that new money because it's that new money that will be needed to start making those life changes. The book comes with a free Start Your Side Hustle coaching programme and the new course programme will start in January 2021. Remember, New money is the route to buying back your freedom and changing your life plan in your own best interests. 
you'll find the links to purchase the book at the bottom of the show notes with the rest of the links for this episode. And remember that the book is all you need to get into the free coaching course. On a final note, please remember to like and share information about the podcast and to leave me a review on iTunes or anywhere else where you're listening to this podcast. The more people we can reach, the more people will be able to engage with the podcast and with my content. And I want to leave you with a final note from Brother Idowu Koyenikan, who shares with us that to dream of success is to set a goal of where you want to be. But to wake up, take action and achieve that goal is what true success is all about. So for our success, it's now time to get free. You've been listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast. My name is Dr. Asher. And until next week, I'm 